Welcome, Team Passion, to our Team Passion podcast. Really, really excited today to share with you an amazing guest speaker that we have. She is Mark's personally sponsored coach, Andrea Otley, all the way out from Oregon. Is that how I say it? Oregon. They you did great. <laughs> yes, I was waiting. <laughs> they made fun of me when I went out there that I was saying Oregon. So <laughs> um, it's been such a pleasure getting to know Andrea over these past few years. She was actually one of Mark's first customers given to us from Beachbody. So it's it's just been amazing. We kind of hit it off right off the bat, just personality-wise and just getting to know each other. It was really cool watching her post out on the ranch because we don't have many ranches out here in Massachusetts. So it was really cool just kind of watching her for a little bit. Uh, she didn't join us. She'll give you the story, but she didn't join us till about a year in. But it was really, really cool just always staying connected with her that whole time. So without further ado, we have Andrea Otley, who is going to share. She is a three-star diamond, and she's going to share with us her tips on how to brand yourself and really target your niche market in Facebook or all of social media and just really transforming that into how to turn these these lifers and into your customers and your coaches and just have a really great time doing that. Andrea's really always has said this business is about relationship building and it's her favorite part. So I think this just went perfectly along with what she's been able to do. So Andrea, if you don't mind just starting off sharing your story with us. Sure, sure. Thank you for having me. This is a topic that I just absolutely love the the whole branding and and Facebook and you know growing your list and that type of thing. So I this is going to be very fun to to talk about this. Okay, so looking thinking back, it's been such a long time. I've been a customer for a long time, probably probably five years. I can't even believe it's been that long. So my story really started after my second son Paxton was born. I was, you know, wanting to get back to where I was before I had him, you know, weight wise, size wise, energy wise, all those things. And what really slapped me in the face was how unhealthy I was being with eating and, and working out. And really the thing that, that made me realize that was all the, you know, the negative symptoms I was experiencing. I was tired all the time. I couldn't help but take, you know, mid-afternoon naps. Four o'clock would come along and I'd be a zombie, just didn't feel like doing anything. I was sick all the time, probably, you know, three, four times a year. I'd have a cold that last a couple of weeks. And you know, no energy. My skin was broke out all the time. My hair was always just crunchy and dry and split ends. And, and I just, I didn't in, in, inside of myself, I thought that there must be a better way that I must be doing something wrong. And I was just fed up with it. So just kind of on my own, before I even knew about Beachbody or anything, I sort of became obsessed with, with nutrition and health and learning everything I could on how to, um, you know, get healthy. So my transformation kind of came before Beachbody. Um, but what, what happened and kind of what led me to become a coach was 
I realized that I was not the only one in the world that was like this. And you kind of, you kind of feel that way sometimes, you know, like you're the only one that doesn't know what to eat and doesn't know what to do and stuff. And I was actually invited to do a, a health presentation with one of our local health uh, nurse practitioners. And it floored me when all these people came to this presentation with the same things I was going through. So I was like, light bulb went on. How can I turn this into a business? How can I help other people? And I just kind of let that set and resonate. Um, how I came about with Beachbody was we were actually on a Disney cruise. We went on a cruise with the whole family. It was, you know, my husband and our kids and my mom and my dad and my two grandmas. It was this dream vacation. And so for one of our excursions, we, you know, being as obsessed as I was about health and fitness, I drug my husband to this thing where they did some metabolic testing to figure out what our metabolic rate was, how many calories we were burning, you know, what our body fat percentage was. And so this lady hooked us up to a machine and she you know, did all the calculations and it spit out this uh, little piece of paper out of our machine that, that computed what, um, you know, how many calories we were burning and these types of things. And here I am thinking I was doing everything right and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you guys are lean people, but you have no muscle mass on you. And I'm like, Oh, you know how terrible. So her suggestion was, she says, you know, get you, get yourself a weightlifting program, go out and get something like P90X. And I was like, yes. And this was in, in um, like November. And so I thought I could do P90X. I knew it was a 90 day program. I'd watched the infomercials and I thought I could do that through the winter when, you know, the, the days are shorter. We're not out, outside as much. I knew it was a longer program. So as soon as I got home from the cruise, I ordered P90X. And then I think I always laugh about this, Nicole, we've talked about this before, but it was like, as soon as I put my credit card information in and Chris send, did you pop up on my Facebook going, <laughs> hi, I'm your coach. It wasn't really, it was probably a couple of days later, but it seemed <laughs> like it was like instant. And so you, you, this before challenge groups and challenge packs and everything, this was before any of that. And so what you did was you just stayed in contact with me. You check in on me to see how I was doing with the program and at the same time we were just learning about each other you know we had a lot I noticed right off the bat from Facebook that we had a lot of the same TV shows that we watched I was really into personal development and I loved what you were posting about the things you were learning that way and you started out with P90X too so that was really cool to be watching your transformation at the same time it's so funny to think back about how new we were at mm -hmm. the whole coaching customer thing back then but yeah. a lot of excitement that went into that for sure so yeah we we stayed in touch for a year I did all of P90X and then I kind of did some personal or I mean tenement trainer and some other programs and then it wasn't till it was it was April 16th of 2012 I was sitting there at my computer I was so fed up with no money and all this credit card debt and still had that passion to turn my obsession for health and fitness into some way to make money. And that's when I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to message her. I'm going to ask her what this coaching thing is about. And I asked you three or four questions. You answered them. You're like, yes, you can quit your job. Yes, you can make enough money to do that. Yes, you can do this part time. Yes, you can do this in 10 minute increments and it will fit into your busy schedule. And so I'm like, cool. All right. So I, I remember I, was, I made that choice, you know, to, um, 
to um, just just be coachable, to do what you told me to do. And I just trusted you because I'd watched the success that you'd created and I trusted that you would tell me what to do. And even though it was really scary, I just committed that I was going to do it right then before I even know, knew what the stuff was. Hmm. And so, you know, that all went along and, and I was able to do exactly what you told me I was going to do. I quit my job within, I earned enough money to quit my job within 12 months, hit success club consistently, you know, brought some new business partners in, struggled through how to get people going and, and that's sort of thing. And I always stayed consistent with my inviting so that I would hit success club, what I found out probably, um, say, about two and a half years into it was I started running out of people that I had built these relationships with. And so that's what leads us to today's call for sure. And, you know, using Facebook to grow your list and to build relationships with, with the masses. Because at the same time, my goals for this business and for myself and for my family financially are just huge. You know, I've got these huge goals and I knew I needed to be recruiting more people, getting in front of more people. I knew I was doing everything right. It was just small, you know, I needed bigger. So that's how my everything drove me to do this branding and learn how to, how to master Facebook, you know, and start bringing people in that way. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. And I think one of the points I want to make before we dive right in is that, you know, on the surface, if, if we're talking about branding and, and finding your niche, you know, I don't put in that I'm looking for ranchers that live in Oregon, right? So I want to make sure that through this whole conversation, as you're listening to Andrea, it's not only the, these people, right? So like you're going to brand yourself and you're going to have that niche audience, but you're going to have other people that you totally connect to that are your lifers on a totally different level. So I don't want you guys to get caught up on, wait, so I'm only looking for this or I'm only looking for that. Cause I think that's where a lot of people start getting confused. So I know, um, you know, that'll all kind of be touched upon, but I just wanted to put that point out there because, you know, Andrea is one of my lifers. She was super coachable. She's exactly who I was looking for. You know, just remember, remember that we're different in some ways too. So just want to put that out. So let's start with just kind of where did you begin, Andrea? Where did you, I mean, I know that we had conversations, but where did you just start your research and start figuring out how do I do this? How do I, how do I brand myself? Well, I think as my, as it was getting harder to find people to bring into my challenge groups to hit success club, you know, just organically through my friends list, the seed was planted to find a better way. But I think the turning point for me really was when you posted about a free ticket to the Marketing Impact Academy in California in March of 2014, when I was sitting there incubating my little baby in my, in the oven. And I knew I couldn't go on the success club cruise and I was sort of craving doing something before I had the baby and it was just perfect timing. So when I saw you post that, I jumped on the opportunity to fly to California by myself and go to that training, you know, three days with Shalene Johnson, you know, based on 
a post that you made. And so I, again, went all in for that. And oh my gosh, I wrote, I just, I was so exhausted by the end of those three days, but I just sucked up so much information. It was so, so cool to go to that deal. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Marketing Impact Academy. It was the Smart, Smart Success. success. Yes. The, that, was the, um, that was the live presentation, which led me to purchase Marketing Impact Academy. But that was the piece of it that she talked about. Um, that really, 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 really got me um, started on all of this. Yeah. So would you say before people get started, I think people, and Shalene says this all the time, I think people just want to jump in and start like finding people and having them flood into their inbox and they have this entire misconception that people are just going to magically start appearing and don't really take the time for that huge journaling exercise about who exactly you're looking for. Could you talk a little bit about that piece? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing that we want that. I think that right. it, as long as you recognize that that's what you, oh yeah, that's what you want. I remember seeing coaches, top coaches post things about, you know, that they're hosting a challenge group. And then you'd, you'd see, you know, hundreds of people say interested, interested, interested. I'm like, how can I do that? I want that. Okay. How do I do that? I slow down and I figure out who these people are that are going to write interested. What do I have that I can offer them of extreme value? Because anyone can go anywhere to buy a 21 day fix challenge pack. How do I get them to want me as their coach. So yes, tons of journaling about your strengths, <clears throat> about what you have to offer a specific person. And so that came from journaling about what I want to bring in in the future, but it also came from recognizing what I already had going on. You know, my, my um, rock star coaches that I have, Taryn and Carly and Jimmy, you know, they're all they're my lifers because we have that little element of commonality that's very easy to have a conversation with them because of our lifestyle. So that, you know, a little life, light bulb went on. I recognized that they are the ones that I have the most fun with in my challenge groups, that we have the same types of reasons for getting strong and, and working on things. So just recognizing all of that stuff. Yeah. So with your, so with those, um, lifers, it's definitely a, it's a ranch lifestyle, right? Living out in ranches, kind of in the middle of nowhere, struggling with finding people, right? Like, so people, you know, I know when we came to Oregon, it was like, I don't think we're going to make it to Andrea's cause it's too far <laughs> to get to, yeah. to get to your home. Um, so I think, you know, what, do you talk about that a lot on your Facebook page? Like, are you out on the ranch all day yet? I mean, this is my vision, so you change it up for me. But like, you know, I just picture you talking to your lifer saying, are you out on the ranch all day starving and needing something to grab on the go and needing energy and not knowing how to properly fuel your body while you're out, you know, for hours with, with the animals and out on the ranch and stuff. Do you talk yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to find the inspiration for my, the, the content that I share on my page, <clears throat> I, I've played around a little bit with it. You know, I definitely have had success in some areas and then, you know, something that I think is going to be really awesome, totally doesn't get anything. So I, I figured out that if I can think about myself now or the journey that I'm on now, and then the other thing about, you know, ranching and living in Western lifestyle and especially having horses, it's very, you know, cyclical. Like right now it's springtime and 
we are getting our horses back in shape or getting ourselves in shape because we know a whole season long of shows and competition is coming up through the summer. And then I'll know in the fall that kind of winds down. So people will be looking for fitness things that happen um, where they can't ride as much due to the, you know, not as much daylight and the weather gets bad. So typically, not always, but typically people slow down a little bit on that. And then, you know, same thing through the winter and then spring it starts back up again. So just understanding that way of life, you know, so that I can target accordingly to the seasons. And then I just think back to myself, um, you know, it's been really easy having Rebecca almost a year ago. I really put that message out there that I, Hey, you guys, I ride horses. I compete. I want to get back into this. That's why I'm getting fit and strong right now. I want to look good in my show clothes. Who else is like me? And that's where I found a lot of my challengers. And so that would be like a, like a public invite. But what I really, what something that really drove me to grow my page the way that it has is to supply freaking awesome content that makes them want to like it and share it and comment on it. And at the same time, get to know me. So I had to think and play around with what that was. It has to be visually appealing, right? So it has to be something that they can look at and go, Oh wow, that's me. You know, I recognize that. And so luckily, you know, horse people that have horses are very emotionally connected to them. It's like this, um, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like, do you end up with dog owners? The same thing, you know, you have an animal that you love and they just, they just understand who you are so much. There's no judging. There's no nothing. They just love you. And so you can bring that element into it. And then people are like, Oh yeah, that's me, you know? And so they feel connected to you because of that. I've had a lot of people message me or, you know, that we're just having conversations with that's like, yes, I want to get fit and healthy. And I'm so glad that you're a cowgirl or that you ride or you live on the ranch because there's not very many people like that. Or I feel like they don't understand me. You understand me. So yeah, that has been a piece of it. And I don't, it doesn't mean that, you know, just because I have this specific niche, I really feel like every single coach can find this piece that lets them really relate to have whoever they need to be helping. Yeah. Now, would you, so one of the books that is recommended out there is Jab, 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 Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk. And have you, did you read that book or do you know of it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you know, it's one of those books that I, I never made it all the way through it, to be honest here. Um, it was, it was hard, but the big point of it that I got even just reading like a couple chapters was that that's exactly what you do. You offer, you know, you free content, free content, free content, which is jab, jab, jab. And then your right hook is an invite, you know? So do do you think you follow that on your page? You're just like, I'm going to give them this info, but I don't expect anything in return. I'm going to give them some great info, but I don't expect anything in return. I'm going to, you know, that pattern. And then it's a right hook with an invite. How often do you kind of give that right hook on your page? Yeah. Yeah. So I did. And I was like you, I read the Facebook section of it. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with that book. But he was, he does have some great examples. And the thing that's inspiring about him is how he built his business. He is very interesting person and he's very spirited about it. But so it's definitely a good personal development book, but the other, the other way that I I look at it um, is the 80, 20 rule. And that's actually what I really try to follow. So 80% of my content is free kick-ass 
content. And I mean, I am driven to produce the absolute best content, the most helpful stuff that's simple, that doesn't take up a lot of their time that they feel good about reading. You know, that I really do. I put, I put way more into that than I do my invites. So my invites are, and this is what I just started doing in the last um, probably three months. And I can't even believe the peace that's come over me, but it goes back to the basics of understanding, um, of following the systems that we learn in coach basics, you know, pick a day for your challenge group to start every single month. So today is the day that my challenge group starts June 15th. So if we reversed time, I started promoting this group on the 1st of June. I just, I have this season of promoting my challenge group. I know it's going to start on the 20, on the 15th. I know it's a 21 day fix group. This time I think of different ones each time, but this one's a 21 day fix. I set a goal. I'm going to get 10 people in that group to join me. I want them all to have challenge tracks and I will sell them on the value of it. You know, I don't, I hate using the word sell, but that is what we do. It is to show them how this is going to help them, you know? And so I, 20% of the time will either sponsor, um, a post, boost a post or put in some other thing that I, you know, that's just really feels right to me. That's organic for me to share. And then, you know, ask them for more information. So that those two things, you know, awesome content, 20% of the time inviting, but having something to invite to that is really huge. Yeah. And I think that's just in general for no matter what you're doing coaches. So hear that one loud and clear. You, you just can't be inviting all month long just because you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You do have to have something that you're inviting them to. Awesome. So when you do a boosted post or an ad with that invite, how does walk us through a little bit of what your targeting looks like. Cause I think that's the biggest thing that people struggle with. They don't have the patience or they're targeting and then they get some people that are like, these are not my lifers. Forget this. You know, like, so walk them through that process that they need to have patience and, and kind of how that works with your targeting. Yes. Isn't that the, the magic question right there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes. So, and Mark helped me quite a bit with this, but in the beginning, um, probably, um, let's see when I got serious about this was the last week in December. So I've, I've got six months of experience to share. (laughs) Um, and Facebook changes all the time too. So you have to just let, let yourself be okay with the frustration of that. And don't look at it as an enemy, you know, this, Facebook is the platform that we use for our, um, our groups and, you know, our challenge groups, our team pages, everything. So that's why I see it as the, the magic place to bring your people in. You want them to be on Facebook and you want to find the ones that are on there. And with billions of people, you're going to find them. So targeting, I have played around with this quite a bit. In the beginning, I started doing you know, just as many interests as I possibly could that, you know, and this goes back to identifying your life where I just sat down and I wrote out everything I could think of that they would be into from, you know, just something as broad as liking horses to as specific as the brand of boots that they wear, you know, from horse trailers that they drive, the types of jeans, celebrities that they follow, you know, from people like George Strait to, you know, Trevor Brazil, who is a, you know, professional rodeo athlete. Um, And these people all have like pages. So I mostly targeted their like pages. So if somebody liked that page, 
then that's who my ad would be shown to. Lately, I've figured out that you can actually get, or at least this is working for me, it's, you're, you're getting better um, results by narrowing that down to say maybe only one to two, three, four, and you don't need that many. And that's come from picking other people's brains, other, you know, like some top coaches brains that have kind of figured this out. Also, I was fortunate enough to do a uh, four week um, ad program with Facebook itself. And I had a guy that I met with for four weeks in a row and, and I got to ask him some of these. And that's, he actually told me as well is that you can, you can actually do a few less interests in your targeting, but they still need to be, um, related to your niche. So I, I actually steer clear of anything health and fitness related because I feel like that's been completely saturated by mm -hmm. not only beach body coaches, but every other, um, network marketing thing out there that has, you know, like it works all those other people that are trying to do the same thing. And what happens is if you're targeting those same ones, you have to pay more to get, you know, in front your ad in their newsfeed. So, I, that's why I think it's really, really important to identify your life or outside of health and fitness. Where do they shop? What do they do? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, that it's, it's such a hard thing. I mean, it's the, it's the number one question that Mark gets daily and it's, it is, you just have to play around with it. You just have to be patient. And Mark does that too. He'll go to people who like, I'll say, okay, I just signed this coach up and he'll go and go to their page and look at all their likes and look at all their interests and then go retarget. Um, you know, that knowing that that was someone that worked, you know, so awesome. So yes, definitely having the patience in that. Um, one, another question is when you turn these customer, when you turn these leads into customers or coaches, what is your process? So, you know, you're forming with them, you're, you're, I'm sure you're going through the entire invite process that, you know, getting to know them, relationship building. I know in the beginning when you and I first were talking about this, you were super overwhelmed with all of the names and you wanted to go back and personally touch each person. How, so how does that process look for you? Are you friending them on Facebook? Are you doing it all through email? Talk to us a little about once they say interested, where does it go from there? Take us through till they sign up. Sure. So in the beginning, I was doing it all through email and honestly, that was a little, a little tougher for me personally. Um, I think because, and I, I've read this before too, or listened to maybe like Amy Porterfield's podcast. Maybe I can't remember who it was, but if you take, you, you meet somebody on Facebook and then you take them out of Facebook, it's sort mm -hmm. of, it, it's a little bit uncharted and that can be good and bad. You know, it just, it really depends on, on the person. But for me, what I've found is that I was having a lot harder time keeping the conversation, that fast paced inviting process going that Beachbody has designed for us in the five step invite guide, you know, and I, I try not to, to steer away from what Beachbody has for us because I want this all to be duplicatable. I want any coach to be able to go into the online office and find those, those documents that Beachbody creates for us and then pass that down. So I didn't want to create a whole new thing that wasn't what Beachbody was doing. So I felt like through email that was happening to me a little bit. So in these last couple of months, I've gone back to 
um, at least getting it somehow into our messaging system, whether that's friend requesting, which can be a little tricky to stay out of Facebook jail and all that jazz. But even on my like page, if I can get them to message me on my like page, we can have a conversation. And that's the, the, the bottom line I think is to get it quick. You know, if it's mm -hmm. a person that's on Facebook quite a bit, you, you got to make it quick. So I need to know when I make my boosted post that I'm going to have maybe a couple of days where I don't have a lot going on outside where I'm not going to have service or something where I can actually sit down and focus on getting to these people as soon as they message me. Yeah. Yeah. I've recently started doing that too. I, I would say in the past three months, um, if they're, if they're really quick on the email and I'm just waiting for them to listen to like a call or watch a video, I then, and, I, and they've, and they've given me a story. They didn't just say, I want to make money. I want to lose weight. You know, they've given me, here's why, here's why I found you. Here's why I love following you. If they're talking to me like that, I go back to Facebook and I do friend request them and I'm finding that they can watch me on both pages. Awesome. One last question. And then if there's anything we missed, feel free to add. How often do you post? What is your rule? I know there's tons of rules out there, but what is your rule that's working for you? So in the beginning, I knew I needed to be consistent and I knew I was going to do this with, for six months and not look back. I was going to post every single day. So in order to make myself survive that, I made it so that I committed to a, at least one post, just one, just one, <laughs> because I knew that consistency in the long run and really quality content was way more important than posting every two hours mm -hmm. and then being so overwhelmed that I wouldn't be able to keep up with it, which you and me talked about for three years, you know, <laughs> not getting Andrea overwhelmed. <laughs> so that's what I did. And, um, I, Actually, what I did was I, I realized I could do three posts. I could do a morning, a noon, and an evening. And I did that for a while until I got my likes up and kind of understood what my audience was doing when they were online. And now I figured out I can do one in the morning pretty early around 6.30 my time, which takes in all my early morning West Coast people as well as I've got a lot of East Coast fans that, you know, are you know, they, they're still around their computer at, or their phone or whatever at nine in the morning. So that's a good time. And then if I do two, um, later on, they're in the evening. So it'll be five or like five or eight. I just figured out by watching my analytics on my Facebook that that's what's working. So I, I have this in a system now. I paid a lady on Elance to make me some really awesome content um, with pictures and quotes and things that um, the pictures I took myself. I think that's a really important piece is for you to create your own content, even if it's just one. I mean, and it's amazing how much you can, you can change things around and reuse it, recycle your content, yeah. but get a good stream of it. And then I just sit down in the morning when um, maybe when Dusty and I are um, making our or drinking our coffee and watching a little news before we get going in the day. And I can just sit there and schedule using Facebook schedule. I can schedule my content. And then all I have to do is um, just check it in and see who's, who's commenting and liking things. Um, I really try to be present on there. And if somebody comments, then I reply to them right away. I think that's really important for that engagement piece because it's just understanding Facebook 
in order to get in people's news feeds, because that's what's, that is actually the most frustrating piece. Your like page, you could be doing all this awesome stuff, but if it's not getting into people's news feeds, no one's seeing it. And I think that's, I see a lot of coaches starting out like in, you know, like in my downline and other people that have messaged me, I look at their page and it's awesome. It's awesome content, but I can tell nobody's seeing it. And that's because they just haven't quite understood how to make that happen for their fans, you know, and it just takes a little bit of that ball to get rolling before it turns into this big momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Awesome. And I, something that you just said there. So I just noticed, I don't know if you've noticed in the past, like three or four days, Facebook has just added the, this response rate. They're like tracking you now on how fast you're responding to people's emails. I'm like, whoa, I'm like now competing with myself, 75%, 80%. I'm like, wait, how do I, I dropped out of 75% overnight. If someone messages me and I don't get back to them while I'm sleeping. So yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 I did notice that. So yeah, it makes you feel good when you're like, oh, good, I can get in there. And, and it makes it so it's like, oh, it does matter, you know? And, yeah. Because it's pretty easy to be like, oh, nobody's reading my stuff anyway. It doesn't matter. But um, something else that, you know, when you're just starting out and you, you feel like nobody, you're just talking to thin air, there's two things that I do. One is I pretend, I do a lot of this, I pretend like I'm the best person at the world at this. I've just, I've mastered it. Everybody loves my stuff and it's very popular. So I just go at it with that kind of confidence. I just pretend, <laughs> you know, just start when there was no likes, you know, nothing was going on. And then um, the other thing that I do to make it seem um, or, you know, just relatable is pre I love, I know it was Shalene that said this tip, but pretend like you're posting to your best friend. So it doesn't seem like it's this unrelatable thing. It's like something you would say, cause you still have to be vulnerable and you have to tell a story and stuff. But how, if your best friend was sitting at your kitchen table and you guys were having coffee, how would you talk? Mm. And so just something like that, I think is really important to do to make yourself relatable. Awesome. And do you have a constant ad for likes going or did you just have that in the beginning? Ooh. Yeah. No, no, no. I still do. Um, okay. I spend $5 a day yeah. and it's just, and it's going, um, I do play with that a little bit too, but yep. That's, yep. that's okay. how it's grown. Yeah. From not 900 in December to, um, over 6,500 right now. And that, and nice. that is, I would not let myself spend more than $5 a day. Um, yeah. because again, I wanted this to be dupl duplicatable. I mean, I still know that's $150 a month and I know not everybody can do that. So you can kind of do that in seasons to figure out when your people are on. Is it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe do it once a week or something. And then the more, um, share, that's why it's important to get those shares out there because the more, those people are sharing it, then their friends see it and they're like, Oh, they shared that. Oh, who is this girl? Oh, I'm going to like her page. And your stuff goes, that's so that it all goes back to value based content. There's yeah. so many reasons to be doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We do $5 a day too. I think about a month ago, our financial advisor was like, go crazy, do seven fifty. I think you guys can afford that. <laughs> so now we do, we do $7 and 50 cents a day. Um, and we're almost, we're almost up to 10,000 now. So yeah. I think, I think it's great, and I truly, truly appreciate this. I hope you guys took lots of notes. Please go back and listen to this podcast. Please tell your team about this podcast. And Andrea has kept it simple like Shalene has suggested. Andrea and I have followed her like pages also, Andrea Otley, right? Same as your name. So make sure that you brand yourself and you can, people can find you. So if you try to come up with a fun name for your like page, people aren't going to connect that. So I know it's weird having a 
Nicole L. Jones profile and a Nicole L. Jones like page, but it's, I think it's, I think it's a big piece. So anything that we missed, Andrea, that you definitely wanted to get across for a point for people, anything you want to end on? Um, let's see. You know what? I'm going to throw one piece out there just in case, because I, I, you know, we can, this has been, this has taken me so long to get here, but it, it is really cool to follow these big names like Shalene Johnson and Amy Porterfield and, and all of that. But it's sort of a, it's a one-sided thing really, isn't it? You're listening to their stuff and then you're applying on your own, but you don't really have anybody to look at what you're doing and go, okay, is this working? Of course your coach, you know, but if you're, you know, maybe they don't get it or whatever. So one thing that I did, and I can actually offer this to see if anybody wants to do this, but one thing that I did is I have a friend that, that lives here in my tiny town <laughs> that actually moved here a few years ago, but she has a lot of experience in, um, in just marketing. She has a knack for that. She's an editor and a writer. She helped me, um, a lot. Like I'd write stuff out or I'd show her some posts and she would go, she would go, this sucks. Don't post that, you know, or something like that. So th that's the only thing with, with following Shalene is Shalene can't do that. Can she, she can't look at your stuff and go, okay, Andrea, that's bad. But I found somebody who could. And the cool thing is she's actually, she loves Beachbody. She does the workouts and stuff and she is interested in helping us. So that, that's something that maybe, um, we could put some more information out. She's interested in, um, analyzing this stuff specifically. You know, she's not like the coaches that have all a thousand other things doing. This is actually sort of her business. So I, I guess I just wanted to throw that out there. If anybody wanted to learn more about what she, how she could help them, we could kind of get something going like that. Sure. Maybe you can talk to Mark about that and coordinate that with him. Sure. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really hope um, everyone took really good notes. And please, the, I think one of the biggest pieces that we can say is so important throughout this whole podcast and through this process is please be patient. Please trust it. You heard Andrea say it, it took her six months. You know, we've been doing it about nine months. You know, it's, it's that same thing. Just figuring this out is going to be a lot of trial and error. So if you have your Beachbody Power Hour set aside and you're done for the day and you, you're like, oh, shoot, I got another 30 minutes. Do this. This is your overtime work. Figure this out. Go listen to Amy Porterfield. Go scan through Andrea's posts. Go find Shalene. Everyone has free podcasts on this. You don't have to spend crazy money. But figure this piece out because right now Facebook is hot. So if you wait, I don't know where Facebook is going to be in the next year. So make sure that you kind of get this going and just be patient and know that it's going to take some time. Know that it's not going to be all lifers coming in, but it doesn't matter. This all will work out. It's fun and it's amazing. So thank you, Andrea, so much. One last thing that yes. I just thought of that Mark actually told me in the beginning when I was starting to get this influx of people who I didn't know, you know, saying they were interested and kind of struggling through how, how to talk to them and what to say, <clears throat> you know, I'm like, is this going to work, Mark? I don't know. Is this going to work? And he said, yes, it's going to work, but you need to have patience and don't stop what you were doing. So that goes back to what you're saying. Three vital behaviors have got to come first early in the day. You still have to be doing your organic means of, of talking to people, building relationships, messaging them one-on-one. -on -one 
you know, increasing your, your friends list and your contact list and all that, like Beachbody teaches us. And then exactly like you said, when the kids go to bed, when it's nighttime or whatever, then you work on this, that I was so glad that I didn't stop doing my regular stuff and came to a point where now all of my signups are through my like page, but I, you can't stop doing what you already know. It's imperative that you stay, still hit success club. You still do these things that we teach you how to do organically in the beginning. Awesome. Absolutely. We should have started with that. No, no. <laughs> perfect. No, it's great. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you.